It's Saturday. You know what that means. No, it's not AW Collision, which we're probably just finished watching. But as you finish Collision, you need more wrestling in your life. Welcome to Professional Wrestling, the podcast with Jean-Pierre El Curry. And I'm Jonathan A. Cohen of the recently launched book, The Bible 3.0, The Six Commandments of the Chosen Life. JP, do you have your copy already? Not yet, buddy. I'm waiting. It's right around the corner. You know, I got it through Amazon, so I can't wait to get it in my hands and rip through it. Amazing. And while you're waiting for the book, that's, by the way, the proof. That's If you pick up that book and you open it up, it's proof number one of four in the world. And I did sign it to myself, so whatever. But that's <laughs> the original first copy ever before the release, so it's pretty neat. So uh, some memorabilia for me. And speaking of memorabilia... I got this great shirt that a buddy of mine picked up for me once at the Hulk Hogan store. Woo! That, that looks so good, buddy. That buddy being you, of course. That's right. That's why we're it's professionals. Such a beautiful shirt. <laughs> beautiful shirt for a beautiful guy. And you got all this great merch going <laughs> as always, and I love what you're about. And we got so much to cover today because today's main theme is talking about. What is saving WWE? But before we get to that, even JP, late breaking news here. I'm loving the heat online on social media between Tony Khan and Eric Bischoff. As I was turning on the mic today and getting ready for this episode, I think it's kind of hit me. I think it's a work. I think that it's not real heat. I think they know what's going on here. I think Eric Bischoff is trying to keep himself relevant. And by Eric Bischoff criticizing Tony Khan, this makes Tony Khan relevant. True, true or false? 100% true. I'm going with that as well. I think as long as you know your name's floating out there, you're getting different eyes on it, you're growing the brand, right? And uh, you know Eric Bischoff probably will go down in history as, as one of the best... Uh, like uh, company managers of all time, he gave WWE a run for their money and almost ran them out at one point. So, you know, if there's somebody uh, mentioning your name, Eric Bischoff is a good one to have because you're getting more eyes on your product. My estimation, if you really do suck and you're so irrelevant, then nobody's going to be talking about you. That's my estimation. So the fact that Eric Bischoff feels the need to talk about Tony Khan nonstop and keep mentioning how irrelevant he is obviously means he's very, very relevant and he's living rent-free in Eric Bischoff's mind. Now, Tony Khan could do the obvious and just not respond. And people criticize Tony for jabbing back. It actually makes me like Tony Khan more. The fact that he's paying attention to stuff. And I think Tony Khan loves it because... The more people hate AW and don't watch it, the more those of us watching it pay attention to it. Agreed, man. And you know what? Maybe some people don't know about AEW yet. It could be. Um, and by Eric Bischoff mentioning it, anyone that's following him through his uh, various social media outlets could turn get turned on to the brand and check it out. What's this about? And, and give it a, a shot. So... I think it's uh, it, it's all up for AEW, and it doesn't hurt Bischoff at all. So it's a good way to keep his name floating out there. 
He's always if, been a controversial guy. <laughs> and if you are a wrestling fan and you're watching this and you're ready to find out what is the future of WWE and who's saving it, before we get even there, I got to give a shout out to my wrestling client because, you know, in addition to being a partner at Corman's LLP Law Firm and writing books and all this jazz, also manage a professional wrestler. Shout out to at Mason Rush 33, my boy who got his first singles victory and he is back on. So Hamilton Pro Wrestling, the event is called We Love Wrestling Number Four. So this is the fourth edition of it. Friday, February 9th. Get your tickets. Hamilton Pro Wrestling. Mason Rush at Mason Rush 33. The Rush to Raj is going to be there. This guy obliterated Junior, the wrestler, and he's going for more. And I couldn't be prouder of him. And JP, on our program, when we're taping in studio, Mason's last clip broke over 40,000 views on social media. So clearly, people love The Rush. The Rush is on. And you can find him right here on Professional Wrestling. Congratulations, Mason. Way to pull out that victory, buddy. He's going to be huge in AW Dark. Watch out. And before you know it, uh, he's coming for Butcher and the Blade. It's going to happen. <laughs> now, here's my hypothetical question for you for today. You're on a desert island, okay? JP, they put you on a desert island. They leave you with a 32-inch TV only, okay? They don't even leave you a 50. You got a 32-inch TV. They give you a choice. You're either allowed to watch WWE and Raw SmackDown, so WWE, Raw, and SmackDown, or you get AW, Dynamite, Rampage, and Collision. That's all you get to watch for the rest of your life on this desert island. Which <laughs> one are you picking and why? First of all, do I have a copy of your book with me on that island? Because I need to get my mindset right in order to be able to watch WWE programming these days. Outside of the promo work, their promo work is top-notch. Their in-ring is just a snooze fest for me. I would definitely pick AEW all day, all, all day, all year, no problem, hands down. How about you, Jonathan? A year ago, I would have disagreed with you completely on that. I was so excited <laughs> about the upswing. And then it kind of hit me as I'm watching Raw the other week. CM Punk is on, and they're even making him stale already. He's not even wrestling yet on Raw, and I'm already bored. And they're putting the WWE formula. I know that all yeah. I'm going to be getting is generic Judgment Day. I'm going to be getting on, on Raw. I'm On SmackDown, I'm going to get the Bloodline. You know, I'm going to get LA Knight, and I'm going to get uh, Seth Rollins on Raw. And I'm going to get the the feature match on Raw. Someone's going to interfere and the match is not going to happen. AW, you know, for the nine bucks I pay a month and I get to watch exclusively Collision and Rampage, which have been on the last couple of weeks. Thank you, TSN Plus. But I never know week to week who's necessarily wrestling. They mix it up. They have a lot of people yeah. on the roster and they're actually utilizing them. So for me, it's a thousand percent AW as well. You brought me over to the dark side. I'm sorry, WWE. I'm breaking up with you. We can still see each other as friends, but I'm in a relationship with AEW now all the freaking way. <laughs> Except for today's episode, which is kind of making me think a bit. I have, I'm not yet back to WWE, but vignette of the year across wrestling, our truth, the promo we had for Judgment <laughs> Day, 
is so br- you know when wrestling buddies are starting to forward it to each other on social medias i yeah. forwarded to you not know- realizing you had forwarded to me already and mason rush forwarding it to me and i'm forwarding it back to him <laughs> and it was so brilliantly done i used to hate our truth i used to detest every time he was on my tv and i see him as the 24 7 champion and he has won me over the last few weeks and um this is going really well here. I, I, I'm loving our truth. Uh, and that's the truth, buddy. I'll tell you right now, with our truth, that promo that he put on uh, Raw, man, it was a 10 out of 10. Perfect. It's it's right up there with like the old Razor Ramon promos and things like that, where it just gets stuck in your head. Just just so good. Great editing. So funny. Uh, I, I was... I was uh, quite the fan of our truth before uh and i'm loving to see him get run killings right but even even during his time with all his different uh collaborations over the years in wwe he's always managed to stay relevant with or without a belt um and now to see him kind of get this push and i think it's exactly what judgment day needs it's a refreshing look and i'm all for their new slogan live laugh love and it's just so perfect just so perfect what a what a way to help boost them again because i was feeling that it was even getting uh a bit stale kind of the same dynamics between uh finn um and and damien it was kind of feeling like the same thing back and forth dirty dom and andrea looking the same type back and forth and then jd came in the mix and i didn't feel like any big improvement for myself personally but this whole our truth thing i'm interested i want to tune in i want to look into it week after week i want to see what's going on i'm loving it way to go our truth i've seen that promo now that vignette about 10 times at least i can visualize it in my mind from the second of the the doctors holding the baby as a dramatization <laughs> and from the time he was a baby he wanted to be in judgment day just so well done. And I, I, it was one of those things that I, the second that promo started, I stopped everything I was doing and I was captivated by it and I couldn't stop laughing. You know who I felt like? I felt like Damien Priest. As much fun as I like watching R-Truth doing his promos and when he's out with Judgment Day, I love seeing Damien Priest's reactions. And the first mm-hmm. time he came out of character and he started laughing, he could not hold it. I liked it. I liked the realness of it. Not that he screwed up and everybody's saying, you know, he broke character and this is so bad. No, this was great. This was real because that's how they all feel about our truth. That's how good our truth is that he actually is causing these reactions. So we need so much more of this because I agree with you. I think it has gotten stale to the point now, you know, Rhea and Dom had such a good dynamic. Now they're softening up Rhea's look all of a sudden. She's Mm -hmm. very much more feminine She's not around with Judgment Day as much. She's got her hand in her pockets yeah. all the time. And she's always... Uh, and Dom is now kind of pairing up with JD, which is doing nothing for Dom. I mean, Dom had the vignette of the year last year, WrestleMania, with him in the uh, back of the police cruiser and, and the coming in the back of the van at WrestleMania. And now it's, you know, Dom is kind of getting stale. They're not doing much with it. Putting him with JD is lowering him, I think. Yeah. And... I feel, you know, who's getting most punished for this is JD because JD 
finally got himself the judgment day and now they're just slapping him in nuts again and it's so if i'm jd i'm just so mad about this this is doing nothing for my career i'm now the butt of the i'm now the art truth of the jokes and our truth is being taken seriously <laughs> over me i gotta be really mad if i'm jd yeah, I, I fully agree on that. And I mean, like, what a year for Dom already, right? Like, welcoming back two great legends of WWE, being their opening matches. Like, that's pretty impressive with Orton and CM Punk, right? Like, they, they're holding him in high regard. And I wasn't a fan of Dom. You turned me over to the dark side, as you like to say. I see it now. And I agree. I think his partnership with JD, it's not really doing much for me. I think it's time for him to start picking it up. I'd like to see him, Finn, and and Damien all pushing for that number one spot. You know what I mean? Starting to fire it up a bit. Because it is getting really stale, I'm finding, with Finn uh, and Damien. So let's see what happens. I think R-Truth is exactly what they need. He's got the right slogan to help make it uh, open to everybody. I can't wait to see what happens next. It's like Mason Rush and I, we always get this debate because, you know, I called Santos Escobar and I was right about him. He was right about LA Knight. He still has no faith in Karrion Cross. Then Karrion Cross gets a whole new faction. He gets Paul Ellering and he still, Mace does not believe in Karrion Cross. I do. So I stick behind my guys once I do believe. So I got to ask you now a really difficult question. I need you to really dig deep now. Don't BS the audience. I need to get the straight goods. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is our truth in Judgment Day? I just need to know already. How is he not? Didn't you see the vignette? He's there, man. He's got it. He isn't in Judgment Day. He is Judgment Day. And he. I think he's exactly what they need right now. They did a match fair and square. JD, Damian Priest put on the, the spot that the spot in Judgment Day that whoever won gets the spot, the other person's out. And guess what? Yep. JD lost fair and square. Our truth is in Judgment Day. That's it. I don't think there's any question of this. 100%. The sooner JD accepts this, the better. And the sooner the rest of them accept it. And it looks like they're coming around. It looks like they're understanding the value because... <laughs> He's going to keep this faction going because he's the glue now. Like He really is the glue. With everybody else kind of doing their own thing, he's the one keeping them together. So are they going to keep this going for a while? Do you think this is going to last even to WrestleMania 40? Where do you see this headed, Judgment Day with R-Truth, as we're finishing today's episode? Oh, man. Well, I would definitely love to see it go beyond Mania. I can definitely see it going to Mania. Um, I, I would like to see it for a long time. I'd like to see, you know, what it what would be great is starting to see them turn into faces to only have them get a reality check and remember that they're heels and then they'd beat him back out of the group later on. You know what I mean? That that at least build on that storyline, you know, start he starts converting some over, you know, seeing the light, not being so, you know, uh dark and grim and and just, you know, it's starting to become fan favorites. And then slowly let them come back to their roots and make them a power faction again. Because I do feel like they're softening a bit. Even though they do have money in the bank and the women's championship title and the tag titles, I just feel, I don't feel like they're as dominant as they should be for their position right now. So I think this would be a great uh, way to reestablish that. 
You know what this feels How a lot. You? you know what this feels a lot like to me. I just realized, and this is gonna upset you because it, it's upsetting me as I realized it. <laughs> what is the difference between our truth in Judgment Day as Sami Zayn in the Bloodline? Yeah, it feels like they're just redoing that storyline and successful. Yeah, it was successful. So here's where it's gonna go. There's only one way this is gonna go, JP, and it comes down to Damian Priest and his cash in. So. If R-Truth helps him with the cash-in ultimately and Priest gets a title out of this, it'll be because of R-Truth and that'll solidify him in Judgment Day or R-Truth is going to screw him out of the cash-in and that's going to knock him out of Judgment Day. That's where I think to me is the divide is that Damien Priest <laughs> cash-in and yeah. it's all contingent on what R-Truth does with it. Now, you know, it would be hilarious for our truth And I love I love where you went with that. But I could just see Damien cashing it in and our truth going for the pin. Because he, he gets confused often. And I think that would be hilarious, man. <laughs> if they were to do that, that would just be top-notch. Okay. So, our <laughs> truth gets the briefcase for him. Yeah. Uh, goes to do the cash-in. As he's doing the cash-in, Damien Priest gets knocked out. R-Truth gets confused. And as he comes in, he just goes for the pin, thinking he's helping there to... Yes, go. I like that. I like that. So let's put <laughs> a title on R-Truth and let's screw Damien Priest out of his cash-in. Uh, which title are we going to do that one on? I guess it's got to be the uh, SmackDown uh, uh, US Championship you, at this you... point. Yeah. Just... I... Yeah, I, I think it would. I, I don't think anybody's touching any of the big belts right now. Um, yeah, there's U.S. title, U.S. title, right time, mania time, right around there. I think that would be hilarious. And then seeing them fight over the belt, I think would just be so it would give it so much more uh, time for the group and it'll help reinforce um, them as a dominant faction. I keep mixing up the North American Championship in NXT and the US Championship in WWE. It's the same title to me. I think they should just do a combo match with that one and unify that belt. But you heard it here first. Somehow, R-Truth is going to screw Damian Priest and cash in his cash in and take a belt. And that's where it's <laughs> going to go. So you heard it here first. That's JPL Curry, real estate guru, realtor to the stars. I'm Jonathan A. Cohen, author of The Bible 3.0. Go on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, figure out your chosen life, and I give you those life systems in the book. And we'll be back next week because next week we got a big, big uh, storyline because we got a big faction gathering in AEW, and we think it's going to happen. Stay tuned.